Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome to Dice of the World, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where it's the hard questions like, do troll hounds go to heaven? Yes, they do. All fucking dogs go to heaven unless they're class traitors. <laughs> uh, Except for those bastards in the Paw Patrol. My answer is no, troll hounds do not go to heaven. What's the problem? Where do you draw the line? Nowhere. Why would you? Where? I. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. Where is the line? <laughs> if a, Do troll hounds count as dogs to go to heaven? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they do. <laughs> next next question then. Uh do wolves count as dogs to go to heaven? Yes. yes. Okay. So and I'm gonna start straying further and further away from you the You sound Jesus like a fucking Cayman. villain right now. Do hyenas go to heaven? Yes. yes. Hyenas are more closely related to cats. Do cats go to heaven? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, you factually know that is not true. <laughs> How I do fucking dare you, actually. I, I, I am a cat person. I love cats. I am fully aware that not all cats go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Out of choice. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Sending a cat to heaven sometimes would be worse than sending them to hell. <laughs> do tigers yeah. go to heaven? Do tigers go to heaven? Do all tigers go to heaven? I guess if they want to. Even the man-eating ones, the little ones, the ones that like eat. They the don't children. know any better. They're they didn't do to that survive. out of evil. Okay, do rakshasas go to heaven? Rakshasas being tiger-headed fiends that eat children. Oh wait, well the, the line the... is that they have to be a fucking animal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for me, the line is like, like, because the reason okay. that animals go to heaven mm-hmm. is because they don't. No right from wrong. They're just doing Bull their thing. Bull and shit. Oh Bull my. and shit. You look me in the eye and tell me a pig doesn't know better. Pigs are Those motherfuckers They don't know, know better. better. They're pigs, fucking pigs. They do anything Super wrong? What the fuck pig, are they doing? Pigs are capable of sin. Pigs Certain are capable ones. of sin. All of them. All <laughs> my, You motherfuckers. My dad grew up on a farm and the horror stories he had about the fucking They're pigs. just hungry. They're just hungry and they want to waddle around and be fat. Torture! Torture? Pigs okay, are capable wait, of torture. Hold on. Hold on, wait. I agree to you to some extent. I think dolphins should go to hell. I also, hell. I actually okay, do yeah, agree fair. because okay. because of what I know about dolphins, I yeah. think that dolphins know right from wrong and that is, and I don't think that they go to hell. So, to summarize, <laughs> the, que- the line in do all dogs go to heaven, the answer that you were presenting to me is yes, except dolphins. <laughs> okay, and, and some, and some chimps. And some chimps. And pigs. Can we please send all pigs to hell? Not all of them. 
they're uh, literally not bad. They're fine. Torture. What about motherfucker? Okay, they fuck kept you. that fuck lamb you. alive. They fuck kept you. it alive. They are capable of sin. <laughs> Would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix. Our heroes traveled over the flying mountains of the Wall of Heaven and slowly but surely made their way towards um, the Raisho Monastery, an isolated monastery at the foot of the mountains uh, where they encountered a strange monk named Seyan. When they arrived, they found that they were not the only adventurers there. The Arms of Balance were also here, but unlike the Radiant Winds, they were here for uh, simply to seek information, not to uh, not to uncover the Raisho dance that the Radiant Winds were here for. After training alongside them and doing some tasks, they were granted uh, an audience with the abbot of the monastery. An abbot who it very quickly uh, became evident was a the current life of Seyan uh, through some mumbo jumbo time bullshit uh that some sirens can do through the power of reincarnation amen um <laughs> in order to get the information about the raisho dance that you so seek you're going to have the best the abbot and seyan in combat everyone okay. would you like to hop into character sure a breath in a breath out blue smoke comes from the nostrils of Abbot Sujan as she stands in the middle of this dojo. The smoke it comes from her nose and drifts through the air, circling around the blue-skinned Samsaran Leon and entering into his mouth. The two of them exist in a chrono-tandem, a past life and a present life standing here together. Um, standing alongside you is Bavana Wargase, the Suli leader of the Arms of Balance. Lightning crackles around her eyes as she prepares to aid you in combat against the abbot and her past life. As Sayan drops into a fighting stance, Abbot Sujan moves around her prayer staff, allowing the uh, rattles on the end to chime out. She enters into a combat stance and looks down all of you. Everyone, I'd like you all to roll initiative. And Chiji, I'd like you to make me a will save, please. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, you need to make me a will say specifically, Chuji. Oh, good. All right. Okay. She, Chuji. <laughs> uh-huh. Top of the round. As you stare down the, the abbot and their past life, getting ready to get into a fighting stance, something happens. Uh-huh. Your hand reaches into the pocket <laughs> and pulls out the bellicose dagger. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> You take one action doing so. Oh, you son of a bitch. You no. took my action? Oh, Technically, that sucks. you took the action because you didn't roll very high. Oh, okay. That blows. Uh, so. It's a free action to drop it, right? It is a free action to drop, yes. Well, that's funny, isn't it? No. Very. <laughs> no way. It's not getting out of your hand. Oh, it my It won't leave. I. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's a cursed item. You're like shaking it to try to get oh, out, but it won't leave. My God. <laughs> She's just like biting at it, trying to pull it out of their fucking hand. Okay. 
Well, looking on the bright side, <laughs> let's, it, it, okay, it's a plus 32 to strike with it. Yep. That's not bad. That's like my regular fist. Uh, it also does have the fearsome rune, which is nice. It will scare people when you use it. Okay, well, I guess Chuji's running wildly with a fucking knife now. <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> a knife! <laughs> no! <laughs> I guess... Actually, you know what? They don't go after the abbot. They go after Seon because they think it's funny to scare him. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Chuji's gonna run up, and that's one action, and then they're gonna attack, and that's their last action. Well, make me that attack roll. I did. That's a 44. Uh, a 44 against uh, Seon. Mm -hmm. uh, that is going to be a hit. Nice work. I had no choice. 20 damage. Okay, Chuji, you rush at Seon and you slash at him with your knife and blood splatters out of him into your face and in your head you only have one thought and it's war. What the fuck? They scream a little bit? Uh, Seon, for what it's worth, doesn't really flinch. He okay. almost seems to be in, like, a battle trance. Huh. Is that your turn, Chuji? I guess. Cool, this happens. He takes the 20 damage. Um, and he kind of, like, looks at you. And he speaks, but as he does, so too does the abbot in the same voice. Very good. Keep it up. See if you can keep pace with us. <laughs> and next is gonna be Bavana's turn. Bavana, what I guess say, kind of like inhales and exhales. Um, she's a little bit out of her depth here. This whole um, do everything as it comes stuff is kind of new to her. But she is going to rush forward. Um, and I think she's going to spend uh, two actions um, running up so that she's behind Seon. Uh, and she's flanking with you, Chuji. Hmm. And uh, she kind of, like, uh, skids, and as she uh, gets to the end of her, uh, like, her dash, she kind of squats and then throws a roundhouse kick into the back of Seon. Slay. Uh, and that is going to be a critical miss. Ooh. She rushes forward, and you know that Bavana is an extremely competent fighter. So I think it is extremely startling, Chuji, for you to see Seon turn around and almost like on instinct block that attack and a launch a grapple attempt which got too close holy shit so Seon is going to try to grab her for free uh, and that is going to be a 38 against her fortitude DC which is just a miss just a miss she almost gets pulled into this like fucking martial arts grip and she stumbles back a little bit eyes wide before lightning crackles in her eyes and she's ready to keep fighting mm -hmm. it is Abut Sujon's turn and very calmly she takes a few steps back um, and she is going to enter a stance uh, she is getting into crying bell stance cool um you see her uh, raise her prayer staff, and with those, like, bells on the end, she kind of spins it around, and it makes the sound of a monastery bell. Like, obviously in much smaller scale. And she cups her hand into a ball. And she's going to make a temple bell strike. 
at you, Chuji, because uh -oh. you're closest. And note that I said she steps away. That's because the temple bell strike, as she trusts a palm forward, reverberates the sound of her prayer staff into a gong. And it shoots a sonic blast at you, Chuji, across the room, and that is a 45 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay. That is gonna be 30 damage, Chuji. Ow. You take that. Fuck yeah. Uh, and she sighs almost contently and says, True voice that again comes through her mouth and Seans. Good. This fight is going exactly as I remember it. It's good to fight you again, Shi Chuji. Again? Before you can get any explanation, Sanku, it's your turn. Golly! What the fuck? Um, I think Senku is going to... I think he's going to go straight to uh, Abbot Sujan. I think he's going to just immediately cast Hydraulic Push. Is it level 9? Yes, but also... I like it. So... Deal with it. Well, go for it. 35. Okay. So, Sanku, unfortunately, something interesting happens. So 35 is obviously going to be a miss. Uh-huh. What you don't expect is for her to catch the fucking hydraulic push in her cupped hand. Okay. Crying Bell Stance increases your AC against range attacks. And she has captured your spell in her hand, making this a critical failure. And Sanku, she grabs that spell... And she shoots key energy through her hand into you with electrical feedback. So you're going to take uh, 66 electric damage, Sanku. Okay. That's going to be 24 electric damage to you, Sanku. You have two actions left. I like to say that when you fail a spell, it only uses up one action because otherwise rip doing anything on your turn. You have two actions left. What do you do? I'm going to use Frigid Flurry... On okay, on our on our on our resident gay twink, he's not a twink. I just called him that out of habit. Uh, say on, <laughs> yeah, and say on. He's a twink. Godspeed. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, that doesn't damage any of my allies. Yeah, it'll slink around them. I need a reflex save. Uh, so thank you. That's going to be a success from him, which is very scary because he got a trade nine, and the roll he rolled was a. He rolled a tree. So, he kind of like... I think you blast wind, and I think what happens is that he literally dodges individual snowflakes Matrix style. Which is extremely impressive considering Chuji's blocking his line of sight. Mm-hmm. He'll still take half of this. So half of 72. Yeah, not bad. He takes that. That's 35 damage. And as this happens, he and uh, Sujan speak again, and they say... Excellent, Excellent work, work, young Sanku. Sanku. You, you are, are doing, doing very well. well. But, but keep up, up the pressure, pressure even, even when things, things don't work out, out the first way. way. Sanku, on your shoulder, Lola says, The audacity to be teaching my pupil. I don't think he... <laughs> I don't think he likes being patronized. I think he's actually really mad. Um, is that your turn, Sanku? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it is Seyan's turn. And Seyan is in your face, Chuji, going to enter into falling Sal stance. 
Uh, and he kind of uh, moves his hands and joins the palms together in the shape of a sawflower, like the one that you saw in the tree outside, the one that's frozen in time. And he, as he does it, putting his palms together, he evokes the truth that all things eventually decay. Um, and the Sal Blossom Strike he's going to launch at you is going to be this. Uh, does a 50 hit. It sure does. Well, he, as he brings his palms, he kind of unwinds them and punches into you extremely fast uh, and does 38 nothing damage. What? It doesn't hurt you. What the fuck? What does it do to me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's negative damage. <laughs> Seance <laughs> eyes widen a little bit. Dipshit, I'm a deaf ear. <laughs> he sighs and says, I, I should have seen that, that one coming. coming. Oh, oh well. And twisting around, he's going to launch a second punch now, this time at Bavana. Oh. Uh, and... That one is going to be, uh, that's going to be a 42 to hit, which is a hit. And he launches another Sal Blossom attack into her, uh, doing a total of 26 negative damage to her. Abavan is knocked back a little bit, but she shakes her head and says, <sighs> Radiant wins. Come on, we've got this. Masami, it's your turn. Do you've got this? Uh, I think they've got this. Uh, they're gonna go for the abbot immediately. Um, they're going to use their first action to run up directly in front of her. Mm-hmm. With a spell strike. Okay. Fuck yeah, which spell strike? Cast into time. Well, isn't that fun? Isn't that, isn't that thematic? <laughs> isn't that fun and thematic? Yeah. Fuck it. Hit her! It's a 49. A 49 is a hit, Masami. Roll damage. Damage from the sword is 22. Okay, 22 damage. She takes that. Uh, does she need to make the fortitude save from casting the time? Uh, no. If ca- if you hit her with casting the time uh, with a spell strike, it'll just do it. So what happens? Cool. So, um... Release a wave of temporal energy that sends the creature violently tumbling through time, scarring their thoughts with the information flowing around them. Um, witnessing the chaotic flow of time being bashed against objects from different times deals 5d8 mental, 5d6 bludgeoning with a fortitude save. Mm-hmm. Well, she was just going to take that damage. And she takes 56 damage. Woof! Okay. Um, and because she failed, she's also sickened, right? Uh, yes. Wow! Yikes! Spellstrike really does say go fuck yourself, huh? Yeah, thank god. My my action economy would be horrible if not. <laughs> um, so Masami, how does this look as you strike into her? Um, once the strike hits, I think it's like a sort of like a sonic boom around her. Mm-hmm. And everyone else can't see what's going on when Cast Into Time is like cast except for her and she's just being blasted with different memories i think from just different past lives other than uh seon mm, i love that so like we see abbot sujan stumble back and this like bald old lady she like vanishes for a moment right because castle in time literally takes you out of there yeah 
And then when she resurfaces, like she has seen countless past lives. She can, she's already very in tune with them. So she sees them in detail. She relives mm -hmm. many of them all at once. And it is very, very distressing for her. But she kind of stumbles back and exhales a big puff of blue smoke, which wafts through the air towards Seon, who inhales deeply. And she says, yes, I remember seeing you do that one. So that's what it felt like. Very, very good. Is that your turn, Masami? Uh, that's their turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, top of the order is you, she, Chuji. Uh, fuck, fuck this knife, man. Fuck this knife. I will say, if you want to get rid of the knife, you can force yourself to make a will save. I make another will save. 46. 46? Fuck yeah, Chuji spiked that knife on the floor. Thank God. Okay, that's fine. It action. lands blade into the bamboo floor beneath you, and you hear in your head again, Roar! What <laughs> the fuck? There's like okay, a ghostly uh, green glow coming off of it. <laughs> uh, she's like, thank God! Um, and they are going to enter uh, Stoked Flame Stance for free. Okay. Um, and they're going to... They're going to two-action one-inch punch, uh, Sam. Okay. Uh, 49? Yeah, no, uh, I'm having a problem with the animation module. It'll come back. Kill yourself, Sam. Uh, 19. 48. Uh, okay, fuck yeah. He takes that 48 damage, and he is winded as you, like, karate chop him in the gut with your flashing spark. He lets it... <clears throat> and as he does, again, just, like, puffs of blue come out of his nose and kind of waft in the air, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have how many actions left? Uh, that's it. Okay, cool. Uh, he kind of, like, looks up at you and smiles and says, I'll, I'll be, be sure, sure to remember, remember these, she Chuchi. Yeah, I'm sure you will. That is your turn, so it is now Bavana's turn. Uh, Bavana behind uh, Seon is going to uh, channel up a Brett of the Glacier. She inhales deeply and uh, icy cold air shoots through into her from a technique learned from her comrades. And she is going to uh, take one action to step to the side so she doesn't catch you, Chuji. And then she is going to blast Seon with a cold attack. And Seon is going to need to make a fortitude save against this. And uh, he gets a 45, which is going to be a success, but not a crit success. As... Uh, Bavana shoots out an icy blast into him. And that's going to be 10d6, or at least half of it. Uh, so that's going to be 37, half 37. That is 18 cold damage. Uh, she exhales and says, They're tough fighters, but we can do this. I know we can. And uh, as she's saying this, just kind of cryptically say on Sujan boat at the same time, say, They, they already, already have, and, and they, they already, already will someday. someday. Bavana doesn't understand, but that's okay. She doesn't need to. It's Abbot Sujan's turn, and she smiles at you, Masami, and says, All right. If you'd like to get up close and personal. And she switches her grip. She drops a crying bell stance for a moment. And instead, she clutches that prayer staff in two hands. And she's going to deck the shit out of you, Masami, which... <laughs> Alright. With her uh, Kakara, which is a uh, real-life Buddhist prayer staff. You can look them up. It's got lots of rings on it. It's very cool. It is smashing into your face. 
Um, that is going to be a 46 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be 29 bludgeoning damage as she bugs you across the face. Okay. Uh, and then she's going to try again. And the second one is going to be a 33 to hit. Miss. Okay. She swings once, swings twice, and I think you can't catch wise by the second one, right? You duck out of the way, yeah. <laughs> and she just continues, like, approaching like this. Sanku, it is your turn. Grandma and Grandpa got hands. What do you do? <laughs> um, I think Sanku is going to... Um, I think he's going to move Elemental Betrayal onto um, uh, Sayon. Okay. This time uh, with fire. Okay. And he's going to cast Fireball. Okay, cool. Are you catching Chuji the Blast? How's this going to work? Oh, um, I thought that I could do it kind of like... Oh, are you going to catch it from behind? So like, Yeah. Uh... So you're, you carefully aim your staff and shoot it so you're not hitting Shuji. You're, like, catching behind uh, Sayaki. I think, I think he sort of uses not uh, math, but... Trigonometry? Is that what this is? I He's would just say kinda... so. You're, like, carefully aiming. You know, you can, like, you measure with your staff before. You carefully aim. Uh, you prepare. You think about, like, how far... Like, what's the arc of this thing going to be? And then you launch it, right? I, I was thinking more that he's going to bounce it off the wall. Oh. Fuck yeah, I like it. Okay, go for it. He's going to make a um, reflex save, right? Yeah, and it's it's like the... um, You know when there's like a, the fireworks that like whine on the way up? Mm. Like that. But yeah, I need a reflex save. Okay, let's see. Uh, that's going to be a 45 Sanku. Um, I mean, yeah, that saves. I actually think it's extremely hard for any of them not to save. Yeah, so I think something you notice, Sanku, is that these two monks are ridiculously fast. You're starting to realize that reflex saves are going to be a difficult one to hit with these guys. Oh, yeah, I just don't have anything else. <laughs> That's fair. But a 45 is not a crit success, it is just a success. So roll me that damage and he'll take half of it. Uh, half of 51, so it'd be 20... Six, I think. Yeah, it's going to be uh, 25 damage, Sanku. Uh, the fireball pings, pongs off the wall, but you see Seon trace it with his eyes and uh, see this coming and then like kind of do a flip through the fireworks. And obviously some still scorch him, but he lands on both feet, rises to his full height and just inhales and exhales, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's an extra 10 damage uh, from Elemental Betrayal. Uh, so while he does dodge most of this fire damage, you can see that he's starting to get injured. The volley of attacks is wearing down on him. Is that your turn, Senku? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it is gonna be Seon's turn. And Seon, knowing that he cannot hurt Chuji, is going to uh, slip around him and run towards you, Senku. So he dashes across the map towards you. It's actually frightening how fast he moves. Scary. I kill. Yeah? Yeah. How come? Standing still. Okay, cool. You fucking close line as he runs. Um, make me an attack roll against him. 41. 
A 41 is going to be a miss. Seon, you like reach out to grab him, but Seon moves like in the blink of an eye, much faster than you would expected. The Samsaren races across the map, inhales a big, uh, big like smoke cloud into his mouth, snorts it out his nostrils, gets into a stance, and Sanku, he is going to use a stunning flurry on you. And he's going to make two strikes against you using his uh, Sal Blossom stance. Uh, so that is a 41 to hit you, Sanku? Uh, y- yeah, it hit me. Uh, well, in that case, he's going to do uh, 26 bludgeoning damage as he kind of wrings his hands and he doesn't really touch you that hard. It's more like he presses you in certain points and it sends waves of decay through your body. Like, you feel your body dehydrate in spots, which is unpleasant. Uh, he's going to strike again a second time. Uh, does a 46 hit you, Sanku? Yeah. That is going to be another 43 negative damage. Oh my god. He fucking lays into you, Sanku. And you can feel your life force being battered at directly. So, Sanku, that is going to be a total of 69 damage. Take a hero point. Yay. Uh, You're going to need it because you now need to make me a fortitude save. 38. Okay, Sanku, unfortunately, that is going to not pass. You are stunned one. There is something affecting you now. You feel your body shutting down (laughs) partially. You stumble backwards a little bit and you are hurting. Like, this sucks. Um, and Seon smiles just politely in your face and says, Hmm, it, it worked, worked on you. you. That's, That's good. good. Okay. So, Sanku, you will have one less action on your turn. Uh-huh. Masami, it is your turn. So, you just heard Abut Sujan say that, and I don't think you know what it means exactly, but you glance over your shoulder and you see Sanku's getting the sh- absolute crap beat out of him by this guy. Um, Abut Sujan is smiling serenely as she twirls her uh, prayer staff around, ready to smack you around with it. What do you do? Alright, uh, they're gonna go into Arcane Cascade. Okay. And I believe that this was mental or, uh... Okay, Masami, how does this ca- uh, Arcane Cascade look? Uh, it's the, it's the crown with the eye on top mm-hmm. of it. Awesome, okay. Masami, you wear that, adorning yourself, and... Shit's fucked right now. What do you do? Uh, then they are going to disengage from this fucking... From, disengage from the abbot. Mm-hmm. Uh, their boy is in trouble. They're going to disengage from the abbot and flank uh, Sayam. Okay. And because they went to Arcane Cascade, they're going to spell strike again. Okay, cool. What's a spell strike? Um, Probably like a gouging claw. Okay, go for it. 44. Uh, 44 against Sayan. Uh, that is going to be a hit because he's being flanked. Wow, you are lucky. Damage is 30. Okay, he takes that damage. Along with Gouging Claw, 34. So that's a total of 64 damage? Yep. Okay. You lunge at Sayan and attack him, and you can see that you're really starting to, like, have an effect on him. Like, it's... It's starting to hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, right. I forgot. Also, because of fucking Arcane... Uh, because of uh, the spell that I used, which I believe is Transmutation, where's Arcane Trap? Yeah, uh, it is a Transmutation. What happens? Uh, I believe it's Fleet Step, but let me see. Okay. 
Yep, it gives me fleet step. So I have a plus 30 foot stat bonus to my speed. <laughs> Jesus, okay, Masami. Uh, how does this look as you kind of like uh, take a step back? They look like they got hit with a haste spell. They are a lot faster. They're kind of shifting positions really quickly. Ooh, I love it. Okay. Um, is that your turn, Masami? That is their turn, yes. Okay. Sayan doubles over, but he quickly gets back up, and it looks like he's moving his hands, preparing to cast something. You don't know what, but it looks like he's up to something. Uh, Chuji, it is your turn. Um, Sayan ran away from you to start hitting Sanku, and now you can see the abbot is pointing her staff at you, getting ready to drop back into uh, Temple Bell stance, which is not going to be fun for you. What happens? What's up? Uh, well, I switch into Mountain Stance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for free. Wink. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to rush at her. And flurry of blows. All right, you rush towards her, uh, Abbot Sujan, who kind of smiles like she expected this to happen. She knew this was coming. She's seen it before. <laughs> Hate that. Um... Uh, 42 and 46. Yep, both of those are hits. Roll me that damage. And she'll have to make a 4G save to see if she's stunned, right? Mm-hmm. So 21 and 21. Uh-huh. <laughs> 42 damage, very nice. And 42 save, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she's still sickened from casting the time, so she's not really doing well with her force. Uh, that's Ooh. gonna be a nat one. Shuji, um, let's, let's see what happens on a nat one. What Hold happens on. on a nat one with um, your stunning fist, huh? On a critical failure, she's stunned three. She loses all of her actions next turn? Yeah. Okay, Shuji, <laughs> yeah. how does this work? How do you fucking stun the hell out of the abbot? Um, I think that they honestly just come out of nowhere for her. Um... Which is weird because Mountain Stance uh, slows Chuji down a little bit. I think feeling confident after not being able to be damaged by Seong, um, they just power the fuck through it and uh, uppercut the abbot so fucking hard it like dislodges something for a second. Yeah, her eyes like fly open and she stumbles backwards, unable to speak. And I think she, she lets out a, like a gasp of smoke, and Seyan across the map flinches, and looks over this. Mm, that's going to hurt one day. <laughs> and Chuji, is that your turn? Technically, you a, no. I have one more. Action. You have another action left. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Elmo. Um. Yeah, Chuji's gonna go, go just hit again. Okay, it's go for it. Smack her. This will be at oh, a minus 10. Minus 10, yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck it. Critical miss! Surprising everyone! Attacking with a minus 10 led to a critical miss, Chuji. You don't have to be mean about it. With your critical miss, that is going to be frustration! You take a minus 2 to your attack rolls until the end of your next turn. I'm not risking it hold. What happens here? Because she's completely <laughs> unable to move. How'd you fuck this up? They get too cocky. Um, they, uh, 
the rush was so good that they they kind of it, it, it literally got to their head and they fucking just missed completely. They fucking whiffed the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally a sitting duck, and you miss completely. <laughs> hey, shouldn't that have helped me on the fucking AC? Unfortunately, not. Fuck you. <laughs> um, is that your turn, Shuji? Yeah. Okay. Bavana rushes forward uh, and flanks with you, uh, dashing behind the abbot, and again, throws a punch into the back of the abbot's head. Um, that is going to be a critical failure. Hmm. What the fuck? I think even though the abbot is completely comatose right now, I think on instinct, her hand flies out and like blocks this attack. That leads for a bad jam. Bavana is clumsy one and enfeebled two. Uh, she stumbles back, clutching around, going, Ah! I, this doesn't make sense! And she doesn't, like, the abbot doesn't have a witty comeback. But it's actually amazing to see how well she is handling a world-class fighter like Bavana. Um, and I think on her last turn, on her last action, uh, Bavana is just going to enter wild wind stance uh she kind of like swifts around a little bit and she raises her hands and she starts sending out waves of energy through her uh, and she's going to be able to start um doing all sorts of cool wind powered stuff now uh it's the abbot's turn she stumbles around unable to do anything Senku, it's your turn <laughs> um Seyan is in front of you you are stunned. You only had two actions this turn because you just got like you feel this like de universal decay inside of you like the feeling of the oncoming death of the universe and I think that's like stopping you from fighting at your peak for a moment. I think he gets scared and casts um uh god what's it called? I think he casts a dragon form reflexively on Loa. Okay. Well, Sanku, you getting scared certainly does that. Um, and Lolo Sadagat suddenly rears up in full titanic size. A clash of thunder and a snarling of teeth. And uh, Lolo Sadagat says, Step away from my grandson. <laughs> um, and Seon looks up and says, Oh! Oh my! <laughs> what, Lolo gets one action on his turn because he's independent. What does he do? I think he is going to. Um, I think he's going to attack uh, Seon. Forty-four. A uh, forty-four is a hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be three D twelve. Yeah, three D twelve plus. Uh, 3d12 plus 12 damage. What? What's up? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because Dave used a melee attack. Oh my fucking god. Um, Jesus fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad I only did 46 damage. It's too bad. Oh, I wish that somebody else could come and help me. Oh, but what if there was a follow-up? What if there was a nice follow-up? Because Misami is part rogue. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I like Opportune. Said Backstab. 
I like that you said part rogue, like it's in their race. Yo, nat 20. Uh-oh! <laughs> Masami, how does this look? Uh, it's, it's the classic fucking, um, flash, you're right, <laughs> you're on the other side of the person with the sword held up, and they're just on the floor. Yeah, okay, well, roll me this damage, let's see. Will this be enough to take out Seon? So 38. 38? Masami, you run him through your sword, and Seon blinks, and he turns, and I think he bows before exploding into a cloud of smoke. That smoke wafts through the air past you, Masami, and Sanku, and flows towards the abbot, who inhales it through her nose. And her eyes open. And she's facing against you, uh, Chuji. And she smiles. And she sits down. Uh. And she's, she's there on the floor, legs crossed. And she smiles up at you. What the hell are you doing? You won. No? What? Huh? Sit, Chuji. <laughs> they look back at Senku and over at Wasabi. Seance not there yeah. anymore, I guess. I, yo, yeah, but... And Lolo's, like, fucking dragon form. <laughs> like, he... <laughs> <laughs> you see Senku is, like, has these, like, glowing black spots all over his body. Um, like, in bruise shapes. Um, Masami is, like, still in, like, arcane cascade mode. Lolo's a giant dragon. Bavana is behind her and, like, clutching her hand. And the abbot just sits and is immediately out of combat mode. Like, she doesn't even look like she was fighting a moment ago. <laughs> She's just cross-legged on the floor with her staff in her hand. Wait, so you're just done? You passed a test. But... Chuji is really unsatisfied with that. You have to understand. My past lives and I are one. You weren't fighting two people. You were fighting one person. So, cool mechanic. They share HP. Oh, oh neat. <laughs> and when you took out Sayan, that's like, okay, cool. It's done. Okay. <laughs> it was wonderful to fight you again, Chuji. Wait, what do you mean again? I already did hundreds of years ago. True Sayan. Oh, right. All of you, come close. You all did magnificent, and I believe I owe you some explanations and discussion, don't I? A little bit. Lolo's still fucking big. Do you want Lolo to stay big? Uh, he can turn small whenever he wants. Uh, Sanku's gonna start healing himself. Lolo likes to be big. Comes up behind you. Are you staying that size? For as long as I can! Okay... Which is about okay, just try not to squish us. Which is about a minute, because he immediately turns back into baby Lolo. Abit <laughs> <laughs> Sujan kind of smiles. She is literally just sat cross-legged on the floor where she was in the middle of that fight. And she gestures for you all to come close. And I think Bavana looks at you, Chuji, with his face of like, what the hell is happening? They're looking at Bavana with the same expression. 
And the abbot just sits there and says, Now, what is it that you all came here for? Well, we were trying to summon the celestial dragon. Mm. We're trying to rescue um, the ruby phoenix. Because she got this... I don't even know how to describe what happened to her, but the only way that we can get her back is if we find her, and the celestial dragon seems to be our best bet on trying to find her. She kind of uh, looks into the air a little bit and says, so you're, what is it that you're asking exactly? Um, we need to know a dance that you know. It's a, what is it called again? The Raisho dance. Yeah, that. She kind of smiles a little coyly and says, the dance you've been taught since you got here. What? Everything you've done has been training for the Raisho dance. How? Like, the tasks? She, again, gives you that coy smile. This, like, badass, bald old granny smiles at you. Mm. And she says, The dance is a long one, but it has steps that you've already performed. A sweeping of hands. She kind of cuts her hand through the air, kind of in the same way, Masami, that you cut down those trees. A spiraling of feet. Um... And she kind of, like, waves her hand in the air like a spiral. And, Chuji, in your heart, you know that is the exact same path that you chased that yak. Hmm. The ringing of bells. And thank you, without, expl- like, without explaining it too much, you are fully aware of what that means. Mm-hmm. The bells that you rang. A combination of tales... And Masami, you think back to the sand that you worked with. And before all that, to prepare the dance itself, a battle among the greatest. She bows her head a little bit. Following this, I'll happily teach you in better detail the steps of the dance. But in short, it is that. All of those are the steps of the Raisho dance. I see. But this alone will not get you the uh, the dragon. I hope you are aware of this. Oh, yeah. It just seemed like a good first step. It is indeed. Now I must ask of you, have you got the other steps? No. Uh, no, not yet. We came not just for the dance, but to also hoping that you might have some more information. Ask away, and I shall respond. Um, what about the tree? What was it called? The boundary tree. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. There is one. One final of its kind remains here in the mountains. One of the last of its kind. But getting to it will not be an easy task. It remains in the blasted lands. The blasted lands? That crater that roars and roils. A prison 
for two of the most dangerous entities to ever cross through Tian Sha. Uh. And her eyes open, and she looks at you all and says, Two eternally locked in combat kaiju. Ah, jeez. Would Uh, everyone like to make me a quick society check? And Chuji, um, I will let you specifically use Ruby Phoenix lore. It's not related (laughs) to Ruby Phoenix exactly, but I'll let you use your information from the museum because I think you might actually know this story if you're lucky. Okay. Here you go. Okay. Chuji and Sanku, you both know this. Masami, you're not really aware of it. This is news to you. But uh, Chuji and Sanku, you two both from different sources know about this story. And I think that makes you go, ooh. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, centuries ago, there was a story of two kaiju. Alru, the earthbound kaiju of destruction, and Toraloa, the flying source of alien life. Um, what? One. His names are crazy. The two of them are eternally locked in combat. One capable of infinite destruction. The other capable of infinite birth. Mm-hmm. And aeons ago, these two kaiju brawled across Tiansha. They were only stopped when they were locked in a caldera, like a giant crater. And sealed there by a wish from the celestial dragon. And two things occur to you. Number one, Chuji, do you remember when you were on the Solar Jian and you saw these giant shapes in the clouds? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. 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 That was them. Alarin Talarora. The two dueling kaijus. Oh my god. The second thing that occurs to you is that that's where the boundary tree is. Oh my god. And you're going to have to go into it. (laughs) Chuji's got like their hands on their face like dragging down thinking about it. And they're like, ooh. Really? That's where? Indeed it is so. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, sure. Fuck it, right? Um, uh, what about the Intercessor, then? What do we do about that? You wish to be named as the Intercessors of the Celestial Dragon? Can we be? Do we need to find someone? Once upon a time, you would have only had to ask us. Oh? But I can no longer do this. Why not? There can only ever be two intercessors of the Celestial Dragon. One is the firstborn daughter of the uh, ruler of Quain. This is not one we have any control of, and it is not one that shall be relinquished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd imagine. The other is meant to be a backup. For years where there is no uh, intercessor in the Quain dynasty. Once it was our sacred duty in the Reister Monastery to locate and confirm future celestial intercessors. We can only have one at a time. 
aside from the dynasty of Quain. And the temple bell lets out a dragon's roar when the previous holder has passed, indicating that the mantle is free for another. Our past intercessor, she died, but the bell still has not rung. What? Somewhere she must still exist, holding the title. It cannot be passed on until she passes on. So she's not dead. And yet she does not live. Is it possible that she's undead? She, uh, the abbot looks at you with like a wary eye, Sanku. And I think that confirms everything you need to know. Oh, boy. Do you have any way to locate this, this person or? Yes, we know where she died. Where did she die? Jinhei. She loved her battles more than her studies. While there is righteousness in striking down the forces of evil, I feel she loved it more than was healthy. She eventually lost her life at Kaifen Bay, the black beach of the Wall of Heaven. What do you know of Kaifen Bay? Uh, what do we know of Kaifen Bay? Well, you can all roll me a uh, either a society check or a warfare lore check. A flat check it is. Shuji, you don't fucking know. Cool. Beach. Let's go. Let's go. I love the beach. Beach episode. Let's Fuck go. Yeah. I love the beach. Let's go to the beach, Ish. Let's go get away. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate you. Sanka, you don't really know much. But Masami, you know about Kaifen Bay. Or what you actually know it as isn't really that moniker. You know it as the Bay of Blades. Would you like to know why it's called the Bay of Blades? I would love to, Derry. That sand isn't black because it's sand. Uh-huh. It's black because it's made of the rubble of countless weapons. That's oh. actually really metal. Isn't it fucking... So literally, so it's very metal. Kind of raw. <laughs> the Bay of Blades was once uh, protected by a unique uh, formation of naturally occurring uh, basalt columns known as the Adamant Cousins. They were about to be destroyed by a massive earthquake, but they were saved by the interdimensional museum curator Hao Jin, the Ruby Phoenix. She saved these uh, columns from uh, destruction and put them in her tapestry. Though the exquisite natural formations remained safe, their disappearance left Kaifen Bay exposed, and the bay became a strategic landing point for invading armies. Countless battles have been waged upon its shores, and the rusty weapons buried throughout the sand have since disintegrated and now give the bay its current moniker. Sick as fuck, right? Hmm. That's pretty Yeah, that's cool. sick as fuck. So, Masami, that's what you know. The others don't really. Okay, so... The Black Beach or the Bay of Blades, then. That's where we'll find her. If you'll find her anywhere, it's most likely to be there, yes. Okay. And I tend not to go too far unless they're being controlled, so... Best bet. Yeah. Alright. 
Cool. With these three, you'll be able to summon the Celestial Dragon and continue your quest to rescue the Ruby Phoenix. But I have to ask. And she kind of like opens her eyes again. And there's this very... There's a look in her face, right? Like a really almost scary expression. Mm -hmm. How much are you willing to give up to get what you want? just here to help people that's not an answer to my question witch prince the journey ahead of you will require sacrifices are you willing to make them she asks an 18 year old <laughs> i don't know there's a lot riding on this and there's a lot of people relying on us if it means that the mission is complete then yes at least for me. Chuji? <laughs> I'll lose a lot just to not lose. Lose. Yeah. Good. Come outside. Let's teach you the Raisho dance. And with that, mm. she kind of stands up. And she walks out of there. And I think Bavana looks at you all and kind of nods before following as well. She needs to go get her team back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys are left together for a moment. Kind of spooky. I don't like the word sacrifice being used there. I'm kind of worried. Um. Hmm. I'd say don't worry about it, but I really don't know what's gonna happen. Me either. Whatever does happen, we're still a team. Which means we're going to get through this together. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm not leaving. Of course. Doesn't matter the hardship, even if there is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. We have each other's backs. Always. Remember that. The power of friendship. Shut up. I'm gonna murder your ass. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, Dare, I have a question. Yeah? Is the knife back in Chuji's bag? Is it? Is it? You don't. I mean, it's not gonna teleport back into your bag. Yeah, it's but it's, not, it's shown up. It has shown up before. What the fuck is It's you shown mean? up it's in your like, hand. It's come back. It's shown up in your hand. You've never tried to get rid of it. The dagger is plunged into the floor. Didn't Chuji try throwing it away? No. Yeah, they did. You literally did. Yes, You're they like, did. It'll probably come back if we try that. You've never actually tried to get rid of it. No that way. is actually true. I actually remember you saying that. Mm -hmm. Chuji, you stand in front of the dagger, which is still plunged into the floor, and you hear again in your head, War. <laughs> the fuck do you do? You look at it. Why are you looking at that thing again? I don't know. And, uh, 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 what if... You keep pulling that on people. I don't think it's a good idea. So I never Ch used it on someone unless it's on purpose. If you keep using a knife on everyone, you're only going to hurt someone. They take it. You're so stupid and I love you very much, Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Ritz and Osiris are like, oh, me on. man. 
Ritz at the start of this fight. Oh man, I can't believe I can't use my stance. Oh, I have to get this thing out of my hand. Ugh. Ritz immediately after the fight. Oh man, sweet, a knife. <laughs> oh man, a knife. <laughs> Who put this here? <laughs> God damn it. Would you like guys like to go outside and practice the Raisho dance? Yeah. They go yeah. play DDO. Okay. You guys practice with the Raisho Monastery. Uh, Jedung the Yeti is there. Uh, the rest of the Arms of Balance are here. Woohoo! Um, isn't here because he is just a manifestation of the distant past. Mm-hmm. And... He popped into smoke. Yeah, he's smoke now. I miss him. But the abbot is slowly meditating, uh, watching over you as you dance. And you know what? It is very similar to the movements of the tasks you've already done. So you know that to perform this dance with all the sweeps and swipes and twirls and just emptying your head completely. You need to do that and you need to have a fight to like trigger the start of the dance in like in the ritual itself. Mm-hmm. So that's something you'll have to come up with later, you know, like who you fight against. It's probably fine if you even just spar against each other, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um... I think it takes you the rest of the day. But by the end of it, you know it. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We now return to Dice Will Roll. As the moon is, like, rising into the sky, and it's getting very cold, um, the arms of balance kind of approach you. And... Bavana smiles sheepishly, and she says, Radiant Winds, wait, before before you leave. Hmm? Um... I wanted to say... I wanted to say thank you. We all did. Well, it's no problem, really. Always... Hmm. Always there to no, help. No, not with the tasks. And I think Sunita kind of exhales, like, a little dramatically. And she says, We came here because we thought we'd learned everything there was to learn. We thought our studies were over. That we were the best of the best. 
Rownock kind of like stretches and says, but turns out as soon as something we've never prepared for comes up, we fall apart. And that's something we were never aware of until we came here. And Bumat shines in with, until we met you, Tree. And Bavana steps forward and bows a bit and says, We just want to say that you can always count on the Amza Balance to help you with anything. You have our allegiance. Thank you. And I think Bavana kind of smiles and just before you leave, you hear a <clears throat> hmm? and walking through the snow towards you all as you approach the gate is Seon. Uh. Oh, you're back. Hi. Seon smiles and says, don't mind me. She knew that I would miss you terribly. I have something for you all. And he pulls out a coffer and he holds it out in front of you all. And he says, these are some treasures that the monastery have gathered over the many, many years. The abbot feels that perhaps you will be more suited to them than us. Oh. Would you guys like to open the coffer? Yeah. Well, inside you find an assortment of treasure. Uh, some beads of faithfulness, which act like phylactery of faithfulness, except you don't need to follow a god. Essentially, what the beads of faithfulness will do is that every 30 minutes, you can cast augury and ask fate what it has in store for you. There's the possibility tome, an, uh, a grimoire with an array of precious uh, stones set into ornate silver and beaten copper. Uh, when you open the book... Its vellum pages are blank and pristine, but once it's activated, words dance and swim onto the pages before your eyes. Uh, as you flip through the book uh, to find a broad topic you want to know more about, um, you can make an arcana, crafting, medicine, nature, cults of religion, society, or any one lore skill, and this book will fill with lore on those books, uh, or on that information. Giving you a mm -hmm. plus three item bonus for 24 hours. Cool. Hmm. Um, these spectacles of piercing sight. Uh, they have lenses set in silver frame, and they let you literally see through solid matter for one minute. Damn. Oh. You can see through solid materials up to 20 feet away. Even if uh, you have no light, you can see it as if there were. You can see through one foot of stone, one inch of metal, or three feet of wood or dirt. Uh, the light weave scarf... Uh, which is uh, some glittering clot. If you wear it on your armor, you get a bonus to creating a diversion. And if you wear it in your weapon, if you hit someone after uh, you cast an illusion spell on them and activate the scarf and then you smack them around, uh, the weapon will become enshrouded in illusory pattern and confuse the target. You can also use it to cast dancing lights, huh. vibrant pattern, and scintillating pattern. Ooh, okay. An unusual flower, which you realize is a blossom from the sal tree outside, the one that's frozen in time. And this particular one is also frozen in time. And you can tell that that would sell for a lot of money. Let's say 10,000 gold. Oh. <laughs> okay. Lastly, but not leastly, something catches your eyes, Chuji. Yeah. A pair of gem-studded golden anklets. Yeah, what's that? 
It resembles something you've seen recently. A pair of anklets <laughs> of some sort, perhaps. <laughs> could, could they be of the alacrity variety? They're quite electric now that you mention it. These are a pair of anklets of alacrity. <laughs> An apex item that boosts your dexterity, gives you water walk, and it gives you a huge bu like buff to your ac acrobatics. It also makes Chuti drool. Sayan <laughs> holds out these treasures for you all and says, Help yourselves, Radiant Winds. I'm Before sure. he even s finishes uh, oh. speaking, Chuti grabs <laughs> fucking anklets. Not even going to ask you. Okay. Alright. That's mine. Okay. So be it. He looks at you, the rest of you with like a, a <laughs> slightly confused face. Masami just shrugs. <laughs> Chuji, do you put on the anklets of alacrity? Yeah. Um, as you put them on, you feel so much lighter on your feet. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you now have a 21 um, to your dex. Then you have a 21 to your dex and a 21 to your strength. Jesus. Goddamn. Um, Chuji, like, bends down to, like, put them around their anklets, and they, like, stand back up, and they just start, like, hopping in place, and they they feel so fucking good. <laughs> They're jazzed about this. Sayan nods. It looks quite dashing on you, even. Oh, thank you. And they like stick their leg out. Uh, the rest of you help yourselves. What else would you, any of you, like? Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> the spectacle is in the light wave scarf. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Is that a tome? I think. Senku may take a tome. Okay, you want the possibility tome? Yeah, I th Sen Senku, in a complete opposite to uh, Chuji, is like, ah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> very, very gingerly uh, takes the uh, possibility tome. Okay. Is there anything else you're interested in? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, if the uh, if there's stuff that anybody else doesn't want and looks useful, then yeah. I mean, the beads of faithfulness might be good for you specifically because religion. <laughs> True. Plus, someone else needs to take the augury spell. I can't do it. Again. <laughs> I can't do it again. <laughs> I'll do it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay, so you take uh, the beads and you put them around your neck. You take the big book and you put it in your bag. Masami, mm -hmm. what are you taking? Masami's probably going to take the spectacles of piercing sight. Mm -hmm. You want the light weave scarf as well? Because I think it works best with you. Uh, yes. Yes. Deception checks to create a diversion. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Well, are you putting <laughs> on your armor to get better at creating a diversion? Or your weapon to confuse people after illusory spells? Oh, I do have some illusion spells, is the thing. I think they're just going to take it and they're going to think about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> both are very okay. good. Shuji, would you like to take the unwilting sal blossom and put it uh, in your bag so you have 10,000 extra gold? Yeah. Fuck yeah, take it. It's yours. Uh, as you all finish taking items from the box, Seyang closes it. And he bows a little bit at you all and says, I trust that one day, maybe we'll meet even lives past mine. I'd love that if there were more memories of you all in my many lifetimes. I hope so. And uh, he bows before kind of standing up straight and saying, Oh, no, where was I? Um, did keep being duty, yes. Oh, I just got here, didn't I? 
yes. Oh, it must have been a month ago now. And he kind of just walks away back into the monastery, looking a little lost and confused. Time, man, it fucking works weird up here. Do you guys, uh, it looks like the uh, Arms of Balance are staying here for a little while. But do you guys want to head back to the Solar Jam and make your way to either the Intercessor at Kaifen Bay or the fucking Kaiju Bowl? Let's get the fucking Intercessor first. <sighs> yeah, I feel like that would be a bit easier. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no reason to jump into the Kaijus just yet. I, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. hold that one off for a second. If we're gonna die, no, we're gonna die at the yet. last step. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one seems like it's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> At the very least, it'll give us a little determination to fucking get the thing done. Just do the damn thing. Uh, well. You spend some time back on the Solar Jam. You get a good night's sleep, and God knows you've earned it. Um, you chat with, uh, Yo and Last Brett about all the things you saw at the Raisho Monastery. And, uh, you have a hearty breakfast. Um, all the meals on this thing are... I mean, this is essentially a pleasure yacht, right? Like, it's gonna have really fucking good food. The only bad news... Actually, no, you know what? I was gonna say it's bad news because last Brett are the cooks. But look me in the eye and tell me Clover isn't the best goddamn chef you ever ate from. <laughs> Clover knows what the fuck they're no, about. That's fair. That's fair. I think uh, we're gonna cut to maybe... The Afternoon after uh, your departure from the Raisha Monastery. And you're all kind of like leaning off the side uh, as you're flying through the mountains. Um, you can see in the distance the flash of immense uh, silhouettes in uh, thunder clouds hidden away in the uh, in the mountains and you don't think <laughs> about it. How are you guys <laughs> doing and thinking as you start approaching Kaifen Bay properly? Um, I think Senku is feeling uh, hopeful and excited. I think he like I think he likes this airship thing. I think he thinks it's cool. Plus, I think it does kind of remind him on being on a regular like boat. Mm -hmm. It's just in the sky, so I don't think that he's in any discomfort or anything. Mm -hmm. So I think he's happy. Uh, I think Masami is meditating and definitely not thinking about the kaiju's. <laughs> they are looking away. They are looking away. They are they aren't acknowledging that they are there. You hear an elephant like <laughs> scream in the distance. That could just be an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> That's an elephant. I'm not I will not take any other questions at this time. <laughs> yes, the rare and highly sought after mountain elephant. <laughs> <laughs> You knew, know from the stories that these two kaiju are basically invincible, and the fact that <laughs> yeah. they had to literally be locked away so they could constantly only fight each other, and they have been doing that for centuries, I think tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, they're staring off in the distance towards it and just, like, frowning. You hear a whale noise. Ugh. They frown harder. You guys okay? Not excited. Meditating. Yeah? I, I believe you guys. I need focus. <laughs> I need a fucking vacation after this. Those are just animals. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> oh, so you're thinking about the kaiju, are we? <laughs> Shut up, Lolo. I don't know what you're so worried about. Were you not able to best the king of the kaiju on your own? 
No, we weren't. Why, Shuji? By running? Shuji, you took a direct hit from the creep beast. And uh, Shuji fucking grabs Lolo by oh. the neck. I almost fucking died. But you did not. You refused to succumb. Great legendary oh. hero that you are. Yeah, because I'm well, me. Uh, if I were anyone else, I'd be fucking dead. Oh, that's still scary. I'm mortal. I, you look, you you get to die and you get to come back after like whatever like amount of time because you're familiar. Way. You don't have the fear of death. I, we do. Hmm. You raise an interesting point, Shi Chuji. Uh, of course I do. But nonetheless, you have faced greater challenges than two warring kaiju. They're probably not going to even notice you. <coughs> I'm counting on it. Where's wood? I hope so. This, this thing is made of wood, right? Right? There's some wood around you. You knock on it. That, that was showdown, <laughs> Chuji. Do it Fuck again. Fuck you. Chuji thinks about throwing Lolo off the ship for a he second. Fly. <laughs> they do it. Wow. How fast Chuji, does he catch up? What is that about? He flies back. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I think it's... Lola, I, I swear to I God, think it's, please, I'm trying to meditate. I think as you're saying this, Masami, your eyes slowly drop and you see Kaifen Bay and you see something you weren't expecting. Oh? On that beach of black sand made of centuries of rusted iron you see three people are standing on the beach uh -huh. they do a double take what what <laughs> and you're approaching from like like you're coming in for a descent at this point right mm -hmm. yeah probably would you all like to make me a perception check to see how good you can squint sure why not Sanku, wait it's while yep. the others are looking with their eyes at these mysterious figures on the beach, I remind you that you have farsight prepared. Oh, thank you. Use your binocular vision to see far away. All right, let's do that. So, Sammy and Shuji, you two squint, but you can only tell that it's three figures. Uh, two, one average height, one tall, and one very short. Mm-hmm. But Sanku, as you use Farsight and you conjure up a watery telescope in your hand and peer through it, your heart skips a beat because you see an occultist, an archer, and a harrower, the members of the Biting Roses. <gasps> Standing on the beach, honestly looking quite perplexed. Oh, <laughs> oh it's the Biting Roses. Wait, really? Yeah. Masami, I think... <laughs> I think gets up from their sitting position and goes to see like oh my god it is them it is it is yeah it's them oh hell yeah how cl how far away are they they're... they're like you're coming in for a descent now right like I think they can see the blimp coming down yeah Chuji leans over the railing and screams Yadika uh, you see uh, the fucking one of the figures jump up and start waving their hands and you hear from far far down below Shoo <laughs> Yo says, friends of yours? Hell yeah. Well, let's go give them a closer look, shall we? And Yo steers that wheel. And you guys descend onto Kaifan Bay. Small white hermit crabs wearing scrap metal instead of shells scuttle in sharp contrast to the black sand of this shoreline. 
Water wells up in the depressions left by their tracks. The air is quiet, and the sound of gentle waves breaking and retreating fills the air. Bits of metal in varying states of degradation lie among the sand, adding to its glitter. Near the water's edge, none other than the biting roses stand looking perplexed by their situation. Yarika idly traces patterns in the sand with a single toe from her unsandaled foot. And uh, as you guys start approaching from the solar Jean, uh, she looks up and waves merrily at you all and says, Hello, everyone! Hi, what are you doing here? Well, the funniest thing. After we got onto a boat in Goka, we stayed on board for a time until the captain discovered us and threw us overboard. What the so fuck? Much, oh. So much for being Ruby Phoenix champions. Uh, uh, and then Artris puts up a hand and says, Just then, a pod of whales was swimming by, carrying us all inland. Uh, and then uh, Lantondo, the Wirewood Harrower, speaks up and says, Before a rogue wave washes all ashore. Yarika kind of smiles, says, Right place, right time. Didn't I tell you? I... <laughs> wow. I guess. You well, sure lucky we're here. Man, that, those tea leaves can... are sure something, aren't they? <laughs> you can come along with us wherever we go. I don't want to leave you guys. Um... No, don't worry about it. And you see appearing behind Yarika is the mantis-headed spirit of uh, Grandfather Mantis, who seems on high alert. I have a uh-huh. feeling that we're in the right place. Um, oh yeah? Yes. I don't know what drew us here, but something wanted us to come here. Well, hmm. since you're here, you can help us. Hmm? And how can we do that? Um... We're actually looking for someone. Uh, when did you guys get here? Have you seen anyone else here? Uh, we've been here for, a f- I'd say, and she looks at the others and artist says three hours. Uh, have you seen any undead? Uh, she raises an eyebrow and she gestures at Grandfather Mantis, who... <laughs> well... Other ones. Unfriendly undead. Uh, Lantondo shakes their head and says... No, but I can say that this place certainly has strange energies. Well, do you know where you're standing right now? And I think something happens when you say that, uh, Masami. Yarika becomes uncharacteristically sober. The Bay of Blades. It's a legendary place, isn't it? What do you know of it? Um, after the Ruby Phoenix took the, well, there were these columns that were going to be destroyed by an earthquake, but they were preserved, and when the Ruby Phoenix took them for her tapestry, it became exposed, and a lot of battles were waged here. Battles don't come freely, you know. So many souls have been lost here. We heard of this place even back in Arcadia. It's said that the souls that perish in battle still reverberate collectively along the boundary between this life and the next. I hoped that in coming here, I might be able to feel it for myself, and in doing so... And she kind of looks at Grandfather Mantis. Answer some questions about the afterlife. And she, like, inhales. She's being a brave girl. She's being a brave girl. 
We spent some time preparing the site so that we may be able to glimpse the boundary, but all that remains is to wait. Sunset should bring clarity. Okay. All right. Then we'll just wait until then. Uh, Lantondo says, well, it doesn't really work like that, you know. We can't just add more people to our certain... Arthur says, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Yarika sits and says, until then, let's kill some time until the evening. Tell us why you're here. Tell us where you've been. Uh, uh, Senku starts with, well, we went to these mountains. And, and then he yeah, do you guys tell do you guys tell them everything yeah. that's happened every where you've been? For sure. We yeah. Do. Okay. You all like you all sit in this like a uh, big prayer circle. You talk for a while, you know, a good while, like a few hours. Maybe play some cards. You find out more about their homeland. You find out how. Maybe not from words, but you find out how uncertain Yarika is about Grandfather Mantis. She doesn't know who it is. She calls him grandfather because she'd like to believe that it is her dead grandpa, the one who taught her all this occult magic. But it could be anyone. It could be any thing. And she worries that maybe she won't like the answer. But not knowing the answer is worse than knowing a one you won't like. I think it's you are talking for a while, and as the sun starts to set, suddenly something happens. I think you're mid-sentence, Chuji, about something. What are you talking about? What are you talking about to Yannicka? Um, God, they're probably talking about how they how they bodied that yak. You're in the middle of like saying, and then I opened up a maze to the ruby feet. <laughs> you like. You go quiet because you stare behind Yarika. Mm -hmm. A fog is rolling in. Whoa. Yarika perks her head and says, ah, It's time. Everyone? Uh, uh, yeah. She links hands with her party and she gestures that you do the same in your prayer ring. Mm -hmm. I need everyone to make me an occultism check. You are all very disoriented by what happens next. The fog passes over. It surrounds the bay, thick and tinged with salt. As if riding a breaching whale, the surface of the ocean comes crashing down. And the beach reappears, but it's not the same beach anymore. The sand is covered in unburied swords, pole arms, and countless other weapons. And the biting roses are nowhere to be seen. The sun barely touches the horizon. Before it, the ocean waves are frozen in place. A lone figure sits on a rock outcropping, dipping her feet into the unmoving waves and watching the eternal sunset. What do you guys do? Chuji shits themselves, I guess. 
Yeah, like I said, there's this- the fog is completely green. There's like weapons coming out of the sand where once it was just rubble. And there's a single figure far away from you, just kind of staring <laughs> off into space. Chuchi is scared, I'll be real with you. They're kind of a scaredy cat. Hello? The figure turns and looks at you all. And I need everyone to make me a will save quickly. Ooh. Okay, immediate. Cool. Uh. 42. 46 43. with resolve. I also have resolve. Path of perfection. Okay, Chuji, you catch your hand before it does it. <laughs> your hand is reaching to take out the bellicose dagger. Oh, shit. Do you stop yourself? Yes. Congratulations. That was the right move. <laughs> with anyone else, it would be fine. But not with the specter you see before you. She's beautiful. Or maybe she was once. A young woman, too young to be dead. She has long hair tied into a like a high top ponytail which still goes down to her back she is so fit so full of life and yet so absent of it at the same time she clutches two uh, she clutches two hook swords in her hands and she seems to be made of the same fog that you see around you she looks at you all and points a hook sword and says who are you? We're uh, the Radiant Winds. We're a group of adventurers. Who are you? I am Jinhei. I was an adventurer too once as well. It's nice to meet you. She does not come closer. She is still standing like maybe 40 feet away. Like you guys are calling this out to each other across the beach, you know? Mm. As those frozen waves just hang perfectly still in the distance, reminding you that you are not in your own world. She takes a step closer, passing by a katana, which is like wedged into the sand. Mm. Behind her, a like pole arm with a flag stands with the flag unflapping how did you all die die we haven't then how are you here we were looking for you actually I think why would you come looking for me were she takes you... a step closer were you an intercessor once, yes, but I failed at my job. What happened? She takes a step closer. She's now 25 feet from you all. One good mm -hmm. jump of movement and she could kill you all. <laughs> I died. I'm sorry. It was my own fault. I took on far more than I should have. I saw myself as righteous. I told myself that heroism came with no cost. And for that I was slain. 
and I let my partner be slain too. You had a partner? Yes, he's here with us. Oh? Right behind you. Hey, Chuji, you feel something on your back. <laughs> hey, Chuji, you feel something on your back. It's hot rat. <laughs> they, they turn around, they turn around, they turn around, they turn around. They fucking scream. Yo, what? It's a, it's a deer. An extremely tall deer. But down its front, it has dragon-like scales. And around its, uh, like neck it has a long white scraggly beard its eyes are white and its body is made of the same fog as Jinhei and those antlers they are beautiful that tail it goes on so long with so many flowing furs and I think all of you being from Tiansha recognize a Kirin when you see one uh, oh aha uh -huh. Is holy shit standing right behind you all, and it's just breathing heavily. It was not there before. You know that shit was not there before. Uh. Oh, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Sanko, I don't like this. Is it too late for us to go home? Uh, yeah, it is. Jinhei takes another step forward. She, her hand traces over a deadly looking kama that is like lodged into a boulder near her. <laughs> Let's calm down. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. I can hear it agonizingly. In your veins, the blood pumps. You still have a heart that beats. You can still feel the thrill of battle. I need you to fight me. I need you to show me one last jewel so I may rest easily at last. I can't move on until I've had one last jewel. I need it. So fight me. Please, fight me. I mean, if I guess if you ask so nicely, like... <laughs> if it's gonna help you move on, then... Fine. She exhales. Thank you. Thank you. She bows her head a little bit. And then she draws two fucking hook swords, swings them and clangs them together. With a gust of wind, cloud splitter to Kirin, this phantom beast surges out from behind you and to her side. She swings both swords and drops into a fighting stance and she dashes forward, ready to strike the radiant winds with hundreds of years worth of pent-up anger and aggression. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Rag, Baron Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Sokan Ashra, Tony Saunders, Mita, Ari Graham, Aravid, Varya and the Girls, GB Dora, Marshmallowberry, Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, May Cohen, Kendra West, Genley Trick, Transgirl Trish, Platonic, Bal Punyon, Join the Catman, Matthew Wilson Krasnovich, 
Tillin Shark, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Torbjorn, Sophia Valera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Matthew, Cass, Thalen McElduff, Ava, Chris Lutman, Remthy Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lee Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Triceratops, Anna Maria, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emily Moderna, John the Book Order, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Third. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash roll today! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.